Welcome everybody to the cast from the coast. My name is Adam Miles and I'm joined as always by Josh Lambert and Tim Johnson. Thank you folks for joining us. If you like what you're about to watch, please hit that subscribe button on YouTube and don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to us on any podcasting platform that you might also be listening to us on as well. So Tim, what are we talking about tonight, buddy? Well, in its original native land, it is known as Hout Tension. But what we watched was called High Tension. Stay tuned. Wow. High tension, out tension, also known as switchblade romance, apparently. Tim, give us the synopsis on this movie. I'd love to. Best friends Marie and Alexa decide to spend a quiet evening and weekend at Alexa's parents' secluded farmhouse. But on the night of their arrival, the girl's idyllic getaway turns into an endless night of horror. Nicely said. Okay. I'm all full of homemade pizza, so I'm full of the sauce. Sauce bouse. <laughs> all right. So here we have at the height of French extreme horror, uh, sitting in the middle and midst of movies such as Martyrs, Inside, Frontiers, High Tension, Hout Tension, Switchblade Romance, whatever you want to call it. The movie is a little bit of a slow burn to start. But yes, as the synopsis would state, we have the two friends. They uh, are basically taking some time from school to go visit uh, one of their parents and basically spend the weekend there. And all of a sudden, what do we have happen? Serial Chaos. shows up. Chaos! The man shows up and he murders the family, kidnaps one of the girls, and takes off with her. And the friend decides to follow and figure out what's going on and save her friend. And that's when we get the M. Night Shyamalan twist. The old twisteroo. The old twisteroo. So, of course, we're going to fucking spoil it. Spoiler alerts, everybody. The movie starts with... Which one is... What's her name? Marie. Marie's the, the, the friend who's going on the adventure. The movie starts with Marie in, like, a hospital gown, almost like an institution, and the cameras go on. And she begins to tell the story. So this is where, this is an important thing that people have to take note of when it comes to this movie. The story's being told by Marie. Okay. 
As it turns out, the serial killer comes in, kills the family, does a whole bunch of things. Marie follows her to get her friend back, Alexi back. And the twist is Marie was actually doing all the killing. Marie actually kidnapped her friend. She killed the family. She did everything. It's all in her head. Now, some of the things in this movie tend not to make sense when you look at it strictly from as if, say, Alexi was telling the story. But Marie's the one who's telling stories, so she's manipulating it, obviously. So she's telling it in a fictional, like a non like a fictionalized version mixed in with some of the non-fiction. You know what I mean? Something happened, but then she's saying, you know, she's not saying that it was her that did it. Shit like this, right? So, yeah, it's a fucking situation. One of those situation. movies is best not to think about it too much. Just watch it. Just watch it. It's got some great gore. It's got some great effects work to it. I thought that the twist was ingenious when you looked at it from the fact that it was literally a manipulated story being told by the serial killer. That's that's what I thought was great about it. So, yeah. This movie basically kicked everybody in the ass when it first came out because it was one of those ones that they did premieres at like the Fangory Weekend of Horrors. They talked about this movie nonstop. It kicked off the career of Alexander Aja, one of my favorite uh, genre directors in the, in the past couple of decades. Uh, he put out, you know, like the Hills Have Eyes remake, uh, a whole bunch of other movies. He's done great for himself. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. Anything you guys want to talk about when it comes to the actual storyline here yeah. and the twist? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I forgot. <clears throat> I feel like, okay, so... Going into this movie, I was like, "Did I watch this?" I'm sorry, Josh. Am I am I boring you? Yes. <laughs> you know, a wise just... man once told me, "Never ask a question that you don't want the honest answer to." <laughs> just a little nugget of knowledge for you, sauce oh. boss. <laughs> oh. I guess I got nothing to say then. No, um, I. Uh, I feel like I've watched this movie before, but I didn't because the twist got me. Yeah. It got me. And I'm like, I could have swore that I watched this movie before, hmm. but did I just watch a synopsis on YouTube? Did I just watch the trailer? I don't know, but I watched it this time for this, you know, our review. And I'm like the twist. Ha what the fuck? <laughs> like I, I wasn't expecting it. Especially when you first see the footage at the gas station where she comes into frame with the fucking axe and just wails on the guy. Yeah. I was like... Yeah, that was mm. definitely a what-the-fuck moment. Yeah, I was... I literally, I literally said, literally. What the fuck? What the fuck? This movie does have a lot of what-the-fuck moments. Like, I remember the first time watching this and then the scene where the, uh, the, the man version of the killer... Is like in the truck and you think he's jerking off and all of a sudden he puts a fucking severed head out the window and drops it. He was literally like fucking a severed head. So that's the one biggest part that makes no sense to me. What? So the guy never existed. The guy never existed. So the, the head never existed. The, the person that he killed never existed. That doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean that, no. So what you gotta think is the story itself is her telling it, Marie telling it. So right. the story doesn't start with her and her friend in the car. The story starts with her telling a story. So she's telling the story of that fact that this is her friend and they went yes. to the house together. 
But in reality, no. She basically was in a truck. She's a murderer. She might not even be friends with this girl. At all. Okay, I didn't get this at all. No, no, no. She she might not even be friends with this girl. She She's like a fucking stalker. She has this truck she stole, maybe, from this guy. She basically shows up at the house. You gotta think, technically her introduction to the house is when the truck pulls up and he and he's knocking on the door. It was actually her. I don't... I didn't get that at all. You don't get that? Okay. Oh. Is that what you got, Tim? When you, um, think, when you think about the way yeah, that it unravels, that's what think, it is. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, Adam said it very, very <clears throat> good. Like, it was it was very much... Like, it did kind of remind me of a good M. Night Shyamalan movie. Like, yeah. and I stress, good. Um, because, like, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, it almost needed, like, one of those, like, flashback scenes, but what was really going on, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. like how they did in Fight Club, how they did in yeah, fucking, exactly. you know, Sixth Sense, like, if it right. would have had that, um, but I mean, you know, Adam saying that, like, yes, in retrospect, it does make sense that. So to me, my my perception of the film is that the the murderer in the truck is her persona that she's created out of thin air. That's not her driving the truck. She actually knows this girl, and she's infatuated with her. And that's, like, she's in, like, the friend zone, and she's obsessed with her. And when they're in the car, they actually are in the car. And when they go to her house, she actually is in the house. And when they show the picture on the, the mantle, she is in the picture in the mantle. I think that the murderer is like a, a bipolar kind of like persona that she's created that doesn't exist. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. You're you're partially right though, in in my opinion. So yes, the the killer is a persona yeah. for her, but it's like a scapegoat persona. It's how she's telling right. the story. I didn't do it. It was this murderer right. did it. This yeah. is the story. But there's details in the story that she's telling that don't make any sense as to how she would know what the killer did unless she was the killer. You know what I mean? Unless she's just making it up. <laughs> unless she's just making it up. So the way, the way that I've always interpreted it is, is that she is infatuated with this girl, but she never went to the house with her. She followed her and she knocked on the house in the middle of the night. She waited for a chance. She knocked on the, on the door at the middle of the night. The father answered. She killed the father. She killed the, the, the mother, she killed the child, she kidnapped the girl. That's the way, that's the way it plays out in my head when you're looking at this. So the picture on the mantle doesn't exist in your version? It exists in her story, <laughs> but not in reality. I see. She's, she's telling details to try to make it... Right. You know. It's a mindfuck. It's a little bit of a mindfuck. Uh, it is, and I think in in reality, uh, it wasn't that well thought out to be picked apart. I think it was a story that they created and they wanted a twist. And I don't think that they took into account a lot of things because people overanalyze movies. But are you uh, saying I overanalyze movies, Josh? We we both do. That's the oh, problem. Okay. <laughs> that's why we can't enjoy movies like this. <laughs> that's why we can't. But I did enjoy the movie, so you know. yeah, it was fun. Okay, if that's the case, Josh, I'd really like to hear your notes on the movie, though. Oh. All right, then. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, my first viewing of High Tension took place.
Price, May 20th, 2021, at 10.28 a.m. This setup seemed awful close to murders. A girl escaped some sort of torture, bleeding while running away. I was like, oh, is this the same movie? And as I was watching it, I was like literally getting parts of the other movie confused, and I couldn't keep straight which movie was which. And it was like, oh, never mind. It was just a dream. Uh, oh, okay. Just ahead. No big deal. Picking up some pretty sketchy vibes from this little town. And this part never made sense to me. So, you saw someone in a cornfield. What the fuck does that have to do with you? It's not your cornfield. So, she's like, oh, I saw someone in the cornfield. Quick, pull over. Maybe it's the guy that fucking owns the cornfield. What difference does it make? And then, like, the whole thing was just a trick to trick her friend. And I was like, ah, oh, that's a dick move. Uh, so are they not together? Because I was picking up some serious, like, sexual tension, lesbianic vibes here. And, uh, it, it's definitely unacquainted love, as we find out later when she's out taking a smoke and looking in the window. Uh, she is going to town in a house completely full of strangers. Just flicking the bean, fucking in the bed, greasing it up, just going to town. That's a risky business. With with the headphones in, risky business. Uh, That escalated very quickly. I don't think that would actually work. Can you pop some guy's head off by sticking his head in between a couple rails and hitting it with a dresser? Is the neck that weak? Probably not. Pretty crazy. Uh, this chick is a wuss. She just stayed around and watched him get cranked instead of like walking around and you know telling people get get up, let's get out of here. She's just like cowering in the corner. Uh, this guy is a grade A tracker. He felt the radiator and then the taps. Like he is a one. This guy knows his stuff. Checking uh, to see who else is in the house. Yeah. Checking the radiator to see if someone was in there. That's smart. Numbers are the only way to kill these kind of bad guys. I hate this part of horror movies because he's only human. Literally, four of you, five of you, you just grab the biggest, heaviest, or sharpest thing, and you'll take him down. He's only one guy. Six six women come at you with a, with a butcher's knife. You're done, bud. But they never do it. No. Uh... This like whole battle to get the phone to call nine one one completely useless. They live out in the middle of nowhere. The closest cop's gonna be an hour away. What's your nine one one? Please just get out of the house. Go hide in the cornfield. Uh, uh, great neck slice effects when they get that uh, neck slice for the mother. I think that uh, some effects work was very well done there. Uh, that final grasp for breath, the fucking jump scare got me scared the shit out of me <laughs> did you make a noise uh, definitely <laughs> at 10 30 in the morning <laughs> uh, uh, my advice is to get in your car and drive very fast and very far away instead of just lingering around the house like a jabroni uh he just got a two for one deal she jumped in the back of the truck and it's like he just locked you up. You just got a two for one. You got to buy one, get one free. Steal one lady, get another lady free. Like, 
crazy. I said, oh, you're fucked. It's a small town. They're all in on it. Because when he gets to the like the little uh, convenience store, the guard knew the guy knew him, and I was like, "Oh, he knows he's a murderer." They didn't really. Uh, shit, Jimmy, you really dropped the ball there, bud. As soon as you turn away, you got fucked up. You dropped the ball. Uh, useless cop is useless. Barbed wire post. She's finally ready to fight. So all this time, and she's just been running, and then she's like, "Okay, it's time to put the beat down, down." She grabs his post with the barbed wire. Pretty cool. Uh, the guy's a fucking pro hanging the flashlight. Again, just goes to show that this guy's been killing a lot of people for a long time. What the fuck did she hit him with? A melon? When she cranks him, what is that? Yeah, I think it's a melon. Like a, it, who hits somebody with a watermelon? It's unri- It's not ripe. It's hard. Oh, weird. <laughs> uh... So it wasn't random. He knew Alex was going to be there and intentionally took her. But why? And then enter law enforcement long after it's too late. Wait. What? What the fuck? I'm so confused. Holy fuck. That's insane. (laughs) What a twist. I wonder what part of the movie that was. Uh, That's crazy saw through the windshield like that that scene with the the power saw going through the windshield yeah absolutely insane uh so wait what about the head at the start I, i'm so confused what what was real what was dream what was story and those are all the notes that i have okay this movie was pretty cray cray <laughs> so i'll attempt to answer that final question that you had what was with the head at the start once again, the way I interpret this was that she was following them anyway. Yeah. She was going. She murdered somebody. She's a killer. And she was yeah. pleasuring herself with the head, just like the guy would have been doing. I mean, she did it in a, you know, according to her story, she did it in the house anyway. You know, but she's, um, yeah. Okay. Makes sense to me, but whatever. Is this like the consensus of the internet? Is this, like this is the consensus of a bunch of people that I've talked to about this movie. Yeah, really. Yeah, this is this is the way that it plays out to a lot of people when they've they've watched it a couple times and kind of really picked apart the details. That's what I'm curious about. If when I rewatch, <laughs> if I rewatch, uh, how many of those little tells are going to be hidden? How many of those little foreshadowing parts? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I'm curious. So let's talk for just a second about the uh, the effects work because you bring up a couple of them. Um, yeah, definitely the mother's throat slit was awesome. Mm. It was it was just yep. a classic throat slit, and I love the whole. It waits a second and then it starts to bleed when she pulls, and you can see it pulling apart and shit. That's amazing. I love that. I love that. Um, the father's head in the stairwell. I like it, but it's definitely not a realistic death by any means i just thought like it'd be cool if it was just like broken neck but his head comes entirely off and it's right off just goes firing off it's like that's some heavy ass wood (laughs) like (laughs) that shit's made to last you know what i mean if it'll take somebody's head off um my favorite is definitely definitely when she takes the saw through the window at the end oh man i mean she comes right through and she's like going at him and, and you can see like him like lurching back and it's just like hitting him and you can see the splatter and shit i thought it was well done 
I also um, I also found the 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 effect of spoilers um, where she gets the crowbar through the shoulder. Mm. I I liked the I liked the initial like you know push through, but then they started doing these camera angles where it was like looking above, and it literally like I know it's a simple effect, but I thought that it looked really like it's in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Especially when she's just kind of positioned there, and it yeah. looks like she's kind of like leaning in a little bit more. Like it was it was pretty yeah, yeah. flawless. I liked it. Yeah, definitely good. Um, it was good. And with the extreme side of it, at the time, this was a movie that a lot of people were saying, oh my God, like the gore is like a big thing of this. And, and that, that was part of the whole French extreme side of this movie is that when it did show something, it was really well done. And that, yeah. you know, like um, they there, there was a little bit less um, hesitation to perform certain tasks on camera the head, you know, and you could see like the, the, the side of it where it was like, you know, she basically screw, you know, screw in the head and then threw the head out the window. And, and then the, the, the father's head going off and the, 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 everything is a little bit more to the extreme in these movies because you see a lot of detail and you see a lot of gore and shit like that. So that's part of the whole, you know, high French, uh, extremism in these movies, um, from that time period. Um, yeah. Hey there, it's Deborah Voorhees from Friday the 13th, Part 5, and you are listening to They Cast from the Coast. The director and writer, Alexander Aja, uh, has read the novel novel prior to making high tension despite the similar i can't speak tonight i'm all full of sauce uh despite the similarities of uh dean Kuntz, uh later uh, elected not to pursue plagiarism because he found the film so puerile and disgusting and and so intellectually bankrupt that he didn't want any association with it and would inevitably uh, inevitably come if he pursued an action against the filmmaker as quoted on his website. Um, yeah. The overalls that the killer is wearing the whole time say Aja and Frey on the back, the director's name. Yeah. Uh, the director, Alexandra Aja, met star Mai Wien um, at a stand-up comedy show in France. Her ex-husband, Luc Besson, consulted on the script. I didn't know that. Uh, the headphones Marie's personal stereo are banging Olfshin A8 headphones. Banging. Yeah. Banging. That's what these are. I'm just kidding. Uh, according to Alexander Aja, uh, the brutal death of Jimmy was modeled after the infamous axe murder in The Shining. The scene of Marie searching for Alexa in the cornfield originally ended with Marie catching a glimpse of the killer's rusty truck in the center of the field, but was shot, cut, to keep the film a little bit more ambiguous. The original concept of the film was to take, take place entirely at Alexa's house over the course of a night. 
Aja and Lavasur uh, decided that the story needed more locations, but wanted to keep the idea of it taking place all in one evening. That would have been a better movie, in my opinion. <laughs> if it took place all in the house and it was a home invader movie, and then it that's turned out your, at the end that's the one twist, of your rules, isn't it? If it took place all in the home, and it was a home invader movie with a twist, where the home invader was actually the guest... Mm. Real nice. Real nice. Anyways. All right. Uh, last one. The rifle that is later used to shoot Tom, so he can be seen hanging over the fire sh- fireplace in a shot where Alexa's father, through the study window, and Marie walks that. outside, is subtle but a uh, startling clue to the film's climactic revelation. revelation. So that's Hemingway's like, number one rule. If you show a shotgun on the wall, you better end up using it. Yeah, that's like his famous quote in relation to like foreshadowing. Yeah, <laughs> and that has been trivia time with Tim. Excellent. I got to tell there you, are Tim, two that are very suspect. Yeah, you go right ahead, Josh. You say first. What were you saying? I've got to tell you. <clears throat> the brown bear. Yeah, this is one of them that I was thinking. Uh. And the other one, right up front, the blood with the camera. That's exactly what I said. So, the camera, you're telling me that they're reusing cameras on multiple fucking sets? That, to me, seems silly. And the brown bear, I'm pretty sure fucking brown bears don't even live in France. Well, the the reason why the camera one is kind of weird to me is because you would assume that... A lot of of the time, they can't afford cameras, so they rent them from rental facilities. I mean, same thing happens in, in Halifax here, too. But, like so saturated if it was that saturated the camera just wouldn't work anymore in my opinion like i i think that it would have been you know the reality been is that if it if it was something like that it, the camera just would have saturated so much with blood it just stopped working it would not and have if been it that. was a rental the rental company is going to be like dude what the fuck did you get all you, over the camera you know, you're paying for that okay so there. what are you picking what are you picking i'm picking, I'm the picking camera. bear because fucking bears don't live in france okay i'm I've picking camera france. There's like no fucking wildlife zones. <laughs> There's no wildlife in France. There is. There's, there's not. It's 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 a barren, barren. It is barren, a barren, barren country. Bears. But then they film in Romania, though. Yeah, they filmed in Romania. Oh, gosh. it was filmed in Romania. I thought you said it was filmed in France. One of the fucking it pieces. It takes place of in France. Filmed it's in place Romania. in France. It was filmed in oh. Romania. Romania has the bears. only wildlife in France. Is Romania has anyway. bears. I'm going to uh, still go with the camera. Camera. You're still going to go with the bear, Josh, or you want to go with the camera? I'm going with bears. There's no bears. It, i, I got to look if there's bears around me. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll I'll let you do that. No, I'll allow it. No, don't allow it. I'm just going to allow it. I, I'm going with bears. I, I'm just I'm looking do it up now. Bears no, 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 do bears live in Romania? Because <laughs> that would be... Romania is home to 60% of Europe's brown bear population. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> He's going with bear. Uh, yeah, I'm, lo- I'm locked in for bears. Are you? Right. Yeah. I don't think he ran into a bear. You're full of baloney. Did he? Did they get fucking attacked by bears? Come on, Tim. Give us the answer. Well, Adam, you're the wrong. The camera one's pretty sus. I'm wrong? The camera, the camera absolutely happened. Josh, you are right. Oh. I made up. To be fair, 
I only thought it was the brown bears because I thought it took place in France, which I am. I gave you the chance to fucking to well, switch your answer. I have a rule, and that's always double down. <laughs> no matter what. All right, so Josh always. gets the win this oh, week. In this, ca- in this case, Josh, you win. That was <sighs> the one I made up. I had it 50-50. Damn. So, but well. let me read the camera one again. The camera used during the car attack is... The car attack scene got so much fake blood on it during shooting that when it was being used on another film later, uh, fake blood oozed from it uh, during a focusing of a shot. It's literally the first piece of trivia on IMDb. In another film. Yep. Yeah. It just would have been a rental camera. That's all it is. Or the, the production company just had a camera that they use on another film later. That's all. I'm a little bummed out. <sighs> You were excited about that bear, weren't you? I was. You made it too over the top. A bear? Why? They're in the woods. In Romania, that's got the 60% 60 of the fucking bears live. (laughs) It was a fucking piece of trivia. It was a good one. It was a good one. It's good. I looked up shit. Gentlemen. Did you look up that... Fucking yeah, Romania that's why I was all bear? for it. Look it up, Josh. Look it up. He was looking I up a different kind of bear from Romania, and all of a sudden, that, you know, it came did up. Did you look with... at, like, what kind of bears live in Romania? Yeah, I did. <laughs> and he got some really fucked up Google answers, too. Way too much leather for his liking in those pictures. <laughs> too over the top. It's, it's the most accurate piece of trivia I could come up with. It's accurate. That's amazing. <laughs> And Josh right. still called me out for it. Like, I don't you know. You should have left out the part about France and Romania because I clearly wasn't listening to that one. Because oh. it made me think that it took place <sighs> in France. Gentlemen, 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 it is time for us to give our final thoughts on this movie and provide our rating. Tim, I'm going to let you go first tonight. Really? You just talked, just talk- but you may I go. just talked a bunch. Yeah, yeah, you may. Now go. Bunch. Um, my review for this movie, um, it came out in 2003, so it gets a lot of, a lot of passes from me with the kind of subject matter because this, when it was made, this was all kind of, I don't want to say cutting edge, but it was like, it was before it got really trendy. Do you know what I mean? Like it was, um... It's a very stylish, tense movie. Um, I liked it. I liked it. I liked the twist. That's that's a large part of my review is going to be on that twist because I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't paying attention for that. Um, Like... I don't know. Like, it just... the, the, The... the movie was good. The movie was good. Um, the special effects were dope. The acting was great. The cinematography was pretty good. Um, I like this. This movie kind of had um, a grittiness. It almost the grittiness reminded me of like a modern version of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like mm. that kind of gritty. I yeah, don't grindhouse classic I don't slasher. Want, yeah, like, I don't want to be in this location ever. You know what I mean? Like, ever. Um, yeah, um, it's. 
I thought it was dope. Like, I mean, I don't really have a lot to say about it. Like, I watched it. I enjoyed it. The the I was shocked by the twist, and yeah, like I mean, this movie. You're just we've watched so many movies that I'm just predisposed to. Hey, it's showing me the killer, so that's the killer. But it wasn't the killer. It was the it was the girl with the short hair that was the killer. Like, what? The girl of you have to reveal when you see his face. Because yeah. they kind of build up to it for a bit. So you're playing yeah. the game of, oh, I wonder what he looks like. And then they show what he looks like. You're like, oh, this is it. That's the payoff. That's the review. And then they get you with the old one-two. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just... Um, the, uh, the, 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 the twist was good. Um, I just wish that, like I said earlier, um, they would have did one of those, like, revisiting scenes throughout the movie, but, like showing what really was happening like you know her, you know what i mean um but well, I mean, like at the they, they kind of did but it wasn't like the extent of it like they showed the axe they showed the mother being killed they showed the father being killed they showed her walking into the little boy's room you know yeah. like there, there was all kinds of little things yeah. that they did kind of show but they didn't yeah. show some of the questionable items yeah they just showed the murders again yeah yeah that's what i mean hmm. so i I'm going to give it an R because I was super impressed with that twist. Very nice. Super impressed. R. Josh. R. I really enjoyed this as well. Uh, a lot of the same things as Tim. Twist was the highlight. Uh, act two dragged for me. I was kind of bored in act two. And then act three, I got hit with a fucking Mac trailer. It was like, holy shit. Hmm. The uh, atmosphere of the the cornfield and like the the old abandoned house, the hillbillies next door, very uh, hills have eyes slash Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm. vibe to them. Mm -hmm. um, the build up and reveal for the killer, just to be double side swiped and for that not to be the killer was amazing. Uh, the gore was very good. Uh, the kills were neat. The weapons were innovative, kind of. Uh, the The peak of the film is Act 3, for sure, uh, when it starts to be revealed what's going on. And I, too, will rate this in R. I think it is uh, a, a great film, and if you're looking for a good twist film, this is definitely one of the ones that belong on that list. Nice. Um, I like the movie a lot. When I first seen it, I actually sat down to watch it a second time within like the same day. And the reason for that being is because like me, like you had kind of alluded to earlier, Josh, this is kind of one of those movies that people who like to really break apart movies and really overthink things when it comes to movies. This movie has a lot of that potential to be pulled apart. That's why yeah. I have such a feeling about the way that things played out in this movie. Cause within the first day I watched it twice and the second time I literally sat there picking shit apart. Okay. This is how this happened. This is how this worked. And that's what, cause at first I didn't clue into the things like the cameras turning on at the beginning and her in the, in the, uh, mm. in the cell, you know, I was just kind of like, okay, well she survives obviously. So she's telling her story, but I never really clued into the fact that, well, fuck, that's right. There's a twist. She's the murderer. So she's telling a fictionalized version of what happened. She's basically, she's fucking nuts. She's playing innocent, even though she was caught. 
trying to tell the story about this fucking guy who doesn't exist. That's what's going on. She's fucking crazy. She's loon. So it, it just, it, it plays well to me. And yeah, the twist is something that's memorable. That's what stands out a lot in, in people's minds to this movie with martyrs. You have the twist. Look what's fucking going on in this movie. You have the twist. Look what the fuck's going on here. Like in all of these major French extreme horror movies, there's some sort of a fucking twist and a turn. Um, same with the movie inside the fucking ending and the twist on that just like fucking blew me away the first time I seen it. And that was a big part of these French extreme movies for me. Um, I love the gore. I think it kicked off the career of one of my favorite modern day horror directors, Alexander Aja. I don't think that he gets enough work, uh, in terms of being able to do, you know, the movies that I think he should be doing. Um, and he totally fucking nailed it with the Hills Have Eyes remake. That's like one of the best remakes ever put out. And it just goes to show that the guy has the chops to make a really good movie from humble beginnings, like high tension going up the chain to big budget movies like Hills Have Eyes. I too am totally going to give this an R rating. It's, it's one of those movies I tell people all the time they have to see, you know, and I watched this time around, I watched a, a dubbed version of the movie and I didn't mind it so much. Um, but I mean the original copy, which, which I have on DVD cause I found it on a streaming system. But when I found the original copy that I have on DVD is just all subtitled. So uh, that's all I've ever seen it for years. And then, like I said, I just found the dubbed and I didn't even mind the dubbed version so much. So totally giving it an R rating. This is totally a movie that I recommend to anybody who wants to get into foreign horror because foreign horror is where that shit's at, man. There's yeah. so much good out there in foreign horror. It's, it's. Tim, you've said it the best before when you said that there's there's a different there's a different sensibility sensibility to yeah. to the way yeah. that horror is done in different countries, and French extreme horror, Korean horror, that shit's dope. It's all over the place yeah. and it's great. Korean, yeah, Korean horror is dope. Yeah, totally dope. All right, gentlemen, this has been a great conversation. Oh, one more thing, I'm going to add to Tim's trivia. You can't do that. I'm going to do it. Adam's trivia. Whoa, it's, it's trivia trivia. I'm not trying to fucking host the show. <laughs> but you do. Oh. I know. <laughs> but you mentioned earlier that uh, my Wen, the the uh, the girl who was kidnapped, uh, she was she was married to or, or something like that with Luke Besson. Luke Besson's yeah. most popular movie, The Fifth Element. Uh, Guess who she was in the Fifth Element? It's it. She. It is Fifth Element's a fucking cult, but so is uh, the Professional. Professional, that's right. But the Professional is more of like a cult cult movie, whereas Fifth Element had like some bigger names at the time, and it was a bigger budget and everything else. Yeah, but she played the opera singer. My when the uh, the girl she played the opera singer in uh, in the Fifth Element. No way. Yeah, same girl. So I thought that was pretty dope, actually, because I didn't realize that until I was looking at the uh, the credits and stuff for this movie when I was going into watching it. So, again, excellent. So, once again, thank you, everybody, for joining us on the special episode of They Cast from the Coast. We've totally enjoyed having our conversations with this movie. Remember, hit that subscribe button down below. Hit that little Do notification it. icon as well. So whenever They Cast from the Coast or The Misunderstood Art Company on YouTube puts out anything you get notified of it so please thank you for that subscription as well check us out on all the major podcasting platform including but not limited to google play itunes spotify amazon music etc check us out on facebook and social media the misunderstood our company we're also on patreon open up your hearts and your wallets 
get Tim that caffeine that he so needs to get through his day. Tonight, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to get out, get get real, real bought coffee. I don't know. Keurig's good, I guess. I'll stop complaining. I'll stop. And until next time, Josh. So I just read an interesting theory that all the things that happens in her head are pop culture references. So when we see these connections to The Shining, we see these connections to The Hills Have Eyes, the connections to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's because she has multiple personalities, and when she's executing them, she's creating this persona of a murderer, a, a Jason X, a, a Michael Myers. It kind of reminds me, the, the, yeah. the, with the, the, the coveralls, reminded yeah. me of Michael, Michael. Myers. Just something neat. It's interesting. It is neat. I do like that actually. That that puts a whole new perspective on things too. That's good. Yeah, fucking trivia time with Josh now. <laughs> no, trivia. It wasn't trivia. It, wasn't it was kind of trivial. It was very trivia esque. <laughs> Tim, say goodbye. Stay safe. Stay spooky, and try to stay original. <laughs> Somebody copying your shit. Jeez. Until next time. Keep it creepy. Good night.